Next up on Talk Zone is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Are you concerned about your job? Concerned about losing it? Concerned about not having the tools needed to reinvent your career or to reposition yourself in the workplace? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, or even if you just want to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, then join the conversation right now on Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Now, here are your hosts, Charlie and Eva. Hey, welcome everyone. It is 4 p.m. Monday and time for Corporate Talk. I am Charlie. And I'm Eva. And you know that Corporate Talk song never gets old. It never does. I <laughs> have it on CD. <laughs> just, <laughs> just play it over and over and over again. <laughs> um, <laughs> the mission of Corporate Talk is that we use all of our collaborative skills to make a difference in the workplace, even as one person. And not even just in the workplace, just out in the world. Out in the world. And, you We're know, branching out. Differences can be made these days, I would think, right? Well, yeah. I mean, but you first have to start internal. Yeah. First internally clean house. Yeah. Then move out. Um, so I, I want to say first, right, that, um, we're booked now into July of 2016. That's crazy. And I don't um, think we've ever been this book this far out. No, we we've we, been always like a few months out, like four or five. But we love the guests. Like crazy, um, and they're con- they're, our guests are from all over the world, and it's um, incredible. We have some guys coming on in the near future from India, and we're going to collaborate about IT outsourcing. So there's so much stuff coming. And, um, you know, even in the past, our show last week, Don Del Vecchio, was fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we have a great guest today that we're going to bring on in a minute. Uh, so content central, right? We're really proud of what we deliver. Um, and we want everyone to use it, right? It's free information for your benefit, like the Weather Channel. Okay, so we have a lot going on. We do have a lot going on. Um, I know you were technology challenged today, so you were really angry. We're, we're Windows Ten right? is so getting on pissed. my last nerve. You're really pissed. Today. I was, yeah. Windows Ten really got on my last nerve. It got on my last nerve last week when it screwed up my printer and I can't print now and I have to take it in. But then today, for some reason, I guess I did it. I put it in tablet mode. But who knew there was even such a mode? Yeah, I'm glad that it got on your last nerve, so now you'll be calm. <laughs> yeah, I'm calm now because I got it to work. But you helped with that. We found um, it. So, all right. So, you know, we're trying to stay focused these days. There's a lot going on, right? Um, I have my blinders on. I can't react from the TV, um, whether it's world events or political events. Right. Um, you know, and it does tie into our discussion um, with our guest, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, but I'm trying to manage myself, my comments, my anger, my examples, mm. right? Um, so it's a good lesson sometimes. You know, our shared leadership model does come with a requirement, and that is you have to have a win-win strategy. It's not about you, it's about us, right? Right. Shared leadership. So if there's a void or a problem that's out there, 
and you have a solution. We, we try to make that solution benefit everyone and not impact one or two groups within that population. If that's the case, then you have to develop another strategy, right? Right. Um, so that's the challenge. Um, and it's not easy. And maybe that's one of the reasons why we have the ambivalence epidemic. I don't know. Well, I think that's part of it. And I think that um, people get challenged and scared and there's a fear around speaking up. And so then I think that creates part of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think we tend to be a uh, deer in the headlights gossip oriented society. Mm -hmm. We watch the news all day long um, and we listen to shows all day long. Sometimes we forget that our actions are what we need. You know, uh, we, we need to not just watch, we need to do. Well, yeah, no, it's easy to just watch and comment, but it's, um, it's definitely tougher to actually make a difference and take a stand. Right. That's the challenge. It's, it's not easy. Um, so, you know, what we're going to start going forward is we're going to start um, speaking up a little more, seeing mm-hmm. if we could help bring our target audience out a little bit because we need them. We do need them. Right? Yes. Um, and, and, you know, so, all right. So, like I was mentioning, right, I'm trying to manage myself. Today's show, we're going to talk about marketing, PR, and things like that. And, and, so you have to, I'm learning, okay, it's not easy. You, it's a 7 by 24 job description. You can't during the day be this person or in your marketing approach be this person. And then when you're out to dinner, start trashing everybody or being somebody completely different. Oh, yeah, I know. Right? So it's really difficult, but we want to get to the point where who we are and what we see is is what we get. Yes. Right? I think that's that's authenticity. Authenticity is the word for today. Okay, so um, marketing, PR, and business. We have a returning guest, um, and let's hear from the expert. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, our returning guest, let me see if I get the name pronounced correctly, Amy. Astigny. Astigny. Okay, so Amy. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Eva. Hi, Amy. Hey, Amy. Uh, welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. Thank you for your patience at the beginning. Um, we, you know, based on current events and stuff, sometimes it's hard to hold back. You know, in the beginning, we want to we wanna talk like everybody else, but we try to keep it in line. So... Marketing, I think, is very important these days, and not only in business, but in how we present ourselves, right? And um, especially small business owners, you're really one and the same, right? You're working and not working. You're that same image. Well, and I think, too, um, you can even talk about marketing in the workplace because so many people now are almost considered like entrepreneurs within their own workplace, so it's good to understand marketing, even if you don't technically have your own business. Right. And we've had many people on um, regarding this topic, and I think mm-hmm. it is important. So, okay, so, Amy, where should we 
start. Tell us、um, maybe some contact info so listeners can f- track you down if they want to. Oh, sure. Thank you. So、um, you can find me on Facebook at Amy Ostigny Company is my business page. That's O S T I G I Amy Ostigny Company page. And you can also contact me by phone at five one three four zero three zero three zero one. Excellent, and, and we'll do we'll, the help. And we'll、um, share that again. You can、right? okay. and follow me on Twitter at Amy Ostigny, O S T I G N Y on Twitter. Excellent. And so, Amy, just to be clear, the website name is Amy Ostigny Company. Um, so the Facebook page is Amy Ostigny Company. Oh, I got it. And the、you. Twitter is at Amy Ostigny. I got it. So okay, so Amy, what does a certified professional senior marketer do these days? So, well, what we do is we pretty much help get the word out.、Um, we get the word out through、um, working as a consultant with clients to either. Um, help them with speaking engagements. We always suggest them be a speaker.、Um, we suggest them create events, some events around their business to get the buzz.、Um, again, to get more foot traffic. So maybe it's a brick and mortar place like a bank.、Um, they might want to create events to get more foot traffic into their bank, as an example. A lot of people don't even think about creating buzz around doing events. To help market and get more foot traffic, for example. Interesting, yeah. No, I, I, we hear a lot about speaking to get the word out,、mm-hmm. right?、Um, we don't often hear about events.、Um, and honest, I think that's a great idea. I'll talk about it more.、Um, when I think of events, I think of、um, a real estate seminar. And maybe now you're. Telling us we need to think differently about that.、Stuff. Well, an event always just seems so daunting, right? It seems like if you have an event, that well, how should I? How can I have an event if maybe I don't have a big list, right? So it just seems like it's daunting. So is an event something that you can do right out of the shoot, Amy? Even if you don't have a lot of context yet. Um, sure, you can do leverage. I use the word leverage a lot in marketing. I work with teams of people that do have lists. If my list is small. I think who could I collaborate with to do a joint event? More and more people are doing joint events that have、um, similar synergies. For example, at the bank, a lot of banks now are doing fashion shows to create foot traffic. On a Friday night, girls' night out, they want girls to create some merchant services credit cards with their banks. They'll throw a fall, fall fashion show、um, as an example, and then just it's more fun ways to get people in、um, their storefront. I had a retail woman. She just opened a store in Madeira, and、um, she said, "I don't have any foot traffic." I said, "Well, have you done a press release?" She said, "No, I haven't." <laughs> What is that? <laughs> and I said, "It's very important. People don't understand why they don't have foot traffic. First, they have to write a press release and announce that their store has opened to launch. So you want to announce a launch through a press release and distribute it and, and just get the word out." And So my job is to really educate people on、um, how to really get the word out to grow customers. So I have been on a 31 citywide tour around the country on five steps to generate new customers and revenue through PR. So I'm teaching people how to do this. That's really、um, 
interesting, and I think that's a great idea <laughs> um, because you know it's it's a it's a location independent thing, right? You mm-hmm. could it, it really doesn't matter where you are. Um, so okay, but we heard just now about a press release, and we also heard about events. Two things that you know, I mean, I want to learn more about. We didn't really discuss them yet, but I tell you what. What I've been seeing more than ever lately um, are these local television commercials from the small businesses. And sometimes I have to say, I'm not sure if, if that's a good idea, right, depending on what I'm looking at. Um, any thoughts on that? Well, that sounds like it's paid. First of all, Charlie, this is my recommendation do not pay for advertising. There's too many opportunities for free publicity. So um, those TV spots are, that you're referring to sound like they're probably paid advertising. Oh, yeah, they're definitely commercial. paid. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. I always teach my my audience when I go on these speaking tours, do not pay for advertising. There's too many opportunities for free publicity. You know, and, and um, just, just to <laughs> echo on that, Amy, right, uh, Eva and I, um, have the luxury of speaking twice a year at the National Publicity Summit in New York City. And that is basically the theme of that entire summit. It is um, publicity that you don't have to pay for, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. it's kind of exactly what you're saying, I agree. And, and it also goes in line with how we conduct ourselves, right, while we're walking around, because every probably opportunity is an opportunity to uh, market our business, I would think. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of them, um, they need to just own their message and their voice and then um, just really um, speak to what uh, either their business, their service, or product is. But for many, I see when I say, raise your hand if you've got a PR plan, there's no hands that go up. They have a marketing plan, they have a business plan, but they have no plan to reach uh, the media. My point being is to work smarter, not harder. You can reach a million more on TV, you know, thousands more through a press in the print or radio or magazine than you can through this Facebook post and this email. I just see people working so hard instead of smart through a bigger reach. Radio, like you guys, radio is an example, like your radio show. Um, you can just reach more people through radio and print. No, this is great. Um, And also, uh, even for our guests that Come on the show. The uh, the link is permanent, and they can share that link as a marketing right. thing as well. So, Amy, I really, um, you know, I really like these techniques. I'm kind of excited to talk more about them. Um, we have to take our first break, so please stay with us, everyone. We're talk with Charlie, Eva, and our special guest, Amy Astigny. We'll be right back. CARE Certification in the Workplace is the award-winning shared leadership training seminar that will revolutionize your career and position you as the go-to person in your organization, regardless of your job description. CARE is the acronym for Courage to Take Action Relevant to Everyone. 
This means your new workplace mission is to deliver results for the good of the company, but not at the expense of others. Up until now, CARE certification was only available through company-sponsored seminars. But now you can become CARE certified in the workplace on your own time. Order Module 1 today and begin the transformation. There's unlimited opportunity in the workplace today, provided you have the right strategy. Becoming CARE certified is the right strategy. For more information and to order, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library! Jones house. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. It sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov slash kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. And now, let's return to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. This is Segment 2 of Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva. And our guest today is Marketing and Public Relations Specialist Amy Ostigny. And Amy is also the Executive Managing Director of eWomen Networking in um, Cincinnati and Columbus. So, Amy, before the break, we were talking a little bit about events and press releases. And I know that, and I include ourselves in this group, um, even though you and I have discussed this, is that I know a lot of people out there are probably confused or don't really even know what a press release is or what a press release does. I think everyone thinks I need to just be posting on social media and don't even really think about doing a press release anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, first of all, I usually start, I walk them through um, a media kit. The, the press has to have a media kit to go into. So, the media kit includes your background on your business, um, the, your bio, um, something like something would be like a profile on LinkedIn, your bio, um, mm-hmm. your headshot. Um, and then the news release, usually they, the media wants to keep it to one page. Um, usually I suggest no more than like 1,500 words. Basically, it's a killer press release that talks about like what's trending in your business, what's newsworthy. It cannot be sales driven. It's got to be something where you're serving the listener, the viewer, the audience with something that's of value, like um, cutting edge, or it could be just maybe you've won an award. I just did a press release for one of our eWomen members, um, Lisa Spenos, who won an award from the chamber, and she won Women Business of the Year, and we talked about how she grew her business. Nice. So a lot of, like, a lot of people win awards, and Charlie and Eva, they just put them on a shelf. They don't even mm. think, oh, my God, that's a press release. And the press release is really how how it's there to serve the person as how they built their business. So the, the press release would be, if somebody's thinking about starting a business, hey, this article might help them. Like what were her challenges she faced to start a business? Do you see how it's serving the, the viewer or listener or reader? Right, and then it'll spark their interest to look at it and read it, exactly. and then they'll learn about that business. Exactly. Right. That's the intent of a press release is to be of, of service, that you're serving them with good content that, that, that could help them. And in terms of the press release, when you put out a press release, does it go, and this is the piece that I don't get, and I don't know, maybe you get it already, Charlie, but I don't. Like, where does it go to? Like, all the newspapers or you, I'm assuming that you target it. 
Yes. So um, usually I work with my clients and we say, well, where do you want it to go? Like right now I'm working with a woman in L.A. and we're working on trying to get her story on Good Morning America on the Today Show. She was paralyzed and now she's not paralyzed and she's teaching special needs um, wheelchair people how to ballroom dance. She's a professional ballroom dancer. Well, here's an example of what we're doing. We theme the story around Giving Tuesday, which is December 1st. She's a nonprofit. It's the biggest nonprofit day of the year. It's called Giving Tuesday, hashtag givingtuesday.org if you look it up. So anybody that's a nonprofit looking for donations and is giving back through their service, this is a great time to theme and pitch a story because it's all about giving, Giving Tuesday. So what I'm saying is pick whatever your press release is if you can theme it. So say you're a CPA firm and it's tax season, April 15th. That's theming a story. Or November, it's Small Business Saturday. What a perfect time as a small business owner to pitch a press release about how they started their business. You know, that's interesting. We hear that, too, at the summit, right, that Mm -hmm. people say the same thing. That's good. Okay, sorry. Keep going. (laughs) So what I'm saying is so how I pick is I distribute the stories first to TV, typically, because you can reach more people. So I always coach my PR clients on Start with the TV producers at the station. You don't call the anchors. You start with the producers. And you build a rapport with them. Um, and I do it usually over coffee or whatever. Then the other thing people don't know that hold events is every single TV station has a website. And you can post your events for free on the websites of the TV station. I cannot tell you how many people had no clue that they could do that. So go to your TV stations, whatever your city you're in, and if you want to get more souls and seats at your events, post your events on TV stations' websites. That's another free tip. Again, free publicity. Um, on distributing the stories to the print, I always work with the editors of the section. So if it's a home story, it's the home editor. If it's a food catering business, start with the food editor. If it's a new restaurant opening, the food editor, or if it's a business story, start with the business editor. That's how you distribute it once you've written the press release. Now what do you do? And then also many papers have a section for posting free events too. Again, if you want more souls and seats at your events, there's usually a business section that has a calendar of events for free. And also most all print papers have an online calendar tool of upcoming events. So that's another free tip for your listeners today is post your events on our online calendars for the papers. Okay. Excellent. This is no, great. There are a lot of great tips. Yeah. And it's also, um, it must also take up a lot of your time just knowing who the editors are of all the sections or just knowing where to go to find out who the current editor is. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we, um, well, that's part of the job. They don't know that takes so much time as my clients is we do a lot of research. <laughs> So it's all online. I mean, it literally is all on the Internet. You can find it. But you just have to, um, you know, have people that can keep that current and know when people leave. But, again, a lot of it's relationships. So um, just building rapport and having people call you for stories, too. I've had people, TV producers, call me when somebody's canceled, as an example, and they need somebody to fill a segment. Amy, do you have any stories? Do you have any people that want to come on Saturday for a story? So I've had it both ways where they know I've got plenty of um, backup. If they have a cancellation, they can call me. So at 11 at night, I might have a TV producer call me. So I've had that happen. Mm-hmm. 
Now, do you do you suggest that just a regular person calls um, or reach out to the editors or the producers? Or okay. so here's here's something. Yeah. Okay, this is really key. <laughs> it's sales. It's pitching. I'm 100% pitch perfect. Every single story I've pitched to a TV producer has gotten media, and this is why. You only have one minute. It's like you've got to sell your story. That's the best way to describe it. You're selling, pitching your story. So most of them, like the TV producers, will not interview if if you might come off too salesy. So mm-hmm. I recommend working with a professional like myself to be your pitch person and pitch the story and why the listeners or viewers or readers need to know about you and your business story, if that makes sense. Not everybody is comfortable making that call, and you can usually tell. And most likely 80% will probably get a no. Well, I would say that um, even if you're not comfortable and you're excited about making the call, you're going to walk in. You're walking into unknown territory. (laughs) You're going to immediately talk too much, and then you're going to go on the defensive. And then before you know Mm -hmm. it, that person's not even there anymore, (laughs) right? Yeah. Uh, And we learned last week the Mm -hmm. difference between sales and marketing, and then you're kind of – Reinforcing that now, I guess for a small business though, it takes a little bit of discipline to not try to sell, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that's what they would want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really have to pitch it. This is my pointers: is benefits to the listener. When you're pitching, um, it's what are the benefits to the listener? And you again, you only got one minute to pitch, and um, and then the other thing is, is there's two things you've got to follow up. Because I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll call them, I'll, they'll say, send me the information, I'll email them. Then you got to do another call. So in other words, it also takes persistence to get your story on the air. There's been times, I've worked with the Oxford Chamber for their big wine festival event, um, and I probably touched, touched them 10 times before we got the interview scheduled. So some people might give up after three times. See what I'm, so this is very important about um, staying with the producer. because Right, because I maybe there's not an opening at the time. Yeah. It's not like they're putting you off. They just don't have the room, maybe, right? Or the, the no, theme isn't right. They're just, they're just, or they're just busy. They'll say, we're really yeah. busy. We've just got a packed schedule right now. We've got a big event we're working on. You know, get back with us in a week. My point is, if you don't have it down in your tickler file to call back in a week and drop the ball, you're not going to get it. But I've got to, you got to have that tickler system of when they tell you to call back when they're, when they are available. And so it's really being, you know, following through, I guess is my point. Well, and I think that there's also, that's why you need a professional to do this for you, right? Because there's also a fine line between persistence and annoying, right? And I would think that mm-hmm. if you don't have that fine line, and you tick them off, they're not going to talk to you at all. That's why you need somebody that's versed in this and skilled in it. Right. I mean, I mean, right. You'd be calling like every day and they'd be like, that's just on a bad day. I said, well, you can't be that busy because you're picked up on the first ring. (laughs) (laughs) And that would be click on the other end, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Well, and the other other thing thing is too, is that they need your expertise because they may not be ready to go on TV. Well, I, that's another thing. I, I actually, I just spoke in New Jersey last week, and I almost pointed. I said, "Some of you are ready, some of you are not. You, you have to have an energy, a vibe." Um, I, I'll give you an example. I had one local um, Cincinnati caterer I put on TV because the anchor said 
bring somebody with good energy. And, and from that, she got offered a food show on their network from that interview that I set up. They liked her so nice. much. It was her good energy that they offered her like a food segment. But, but my point is, is you have to bring on people that, um, can connect with the audience and, um, have that, um, really good energy. And that's one of the things in my media talk. I talk about the interview, the I, once you pitch it, you get the interview. I give them some PR pointers that once they're on air, these are the things I want them to know. First of all, take props to TV interviews. I can't tell you how many businesses do not take props. By props, I mean like a business stand-up banner. So when you're sitting down or standing up on TV, take one of your business banners with graphics so it shows your website so the camera can zoom in on your logo. I mean, graphics are so great to have. So people just don't think that. And they don't think to ask for a table display, maybe to put out products on a table. But I always tell people, take products, take samples, take your um, banners, and also look at the TV anchor. When you're interviewing, people just make a mistake and they look at the camera. But really, Mm -hmm. you're having a conversation with the anchor. So when I coach around the country, I talk to them about all these, like, once you're on, now what do you do? And um, it's just so important. And then always to share your website when you're on TV. And um, the other thing that media wants is six images. They, I always suggest people submit PowerPoint slides to the news stations and keep them really brief and short. But, you know, a, a photo is worth a thousand words. So the TV really likes to get six images with the press release. People don't even know that. They're not even prepared for what images should I send. So say you do, like like I do this huge event. It's called the um, Jamie Jamison Foundation for Hope Bridge event. It's on the Purple People Bridge over the Ohio River. So we send images of the downtown skyline with the bridge lit at night and teal for gynecological cancer awareness. This has become so popular now, Boston and San Francisco want to copy this event that we do on the Purple People Bridge every year. Um, but it's just the images from this event. We have 11,000 pairs of panties to bring awareness of gynecological cancer of all the women that have died every year. There's 11,000 panties that hang. So see how the visual of that event is so important to the media. Yeah. No, those are terrific. It's, these are all great, terrific tips. And we're going to be talking more, but we're going to- about to take our second break. So stay with us, everyone. This is Corporate Charlie and Eva, and our special guest, guest Amy Ostigny, will be right back. Charlie Labosco is an author, speaker, and trainer with over 40 years' experience in the corporate workplace. Contact Charlie today to interact, influence, and inspire others in your organization. Whether it's a one-hour keynote presentation or a five-day training seminar, Charlie is available to speak on many topics, including making a difference in the workplace, even as one person, building shared leadership teams, and his signature award-winning seminar, Care Certification in the Workplace. Charlie speaking at your organization will make a difference on day one. For more information and to book Charlie, go to charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Let's get back to Charlie and Eva for more corporate talk on Talk Zone. Okay, we're back, segment three, um, during the break. 
Were you um, writing up a press release? We were were talking about so many things. Where our guest today is certified professional senior marketer, Amy Astigny. And we've been getting tips all over the place in the first two segments. Um, And I love it in my um, organized, chaotic um, brain. Mm. Uh, So, but Amy, this is great. I'd like to maybe go back for a second and start at the PR plan again. But first, I would like you to share your contact information one more time. Sure. You can find me on Facebook at my business page, Amy Ostigny Company. That's spelled O-S-T-I-G-N-Y, Amy Ostigny Company on Facebook. And on Twitter, at Amy Ostigny, O S. T-I-G-N-Y, phone number 513-403-0301 for any marketing. 0301, excellent. Mm -hmm. Mm 513-403-0301. Excellent. Worst case, just check in. I mean, what I'm hearing is as good as we think we are, we don't really have that much of a clue as to what – good marketing and PR plans consist of, mm-hmm. right? So, um, no, this is really good. So going back to the PR plan, um, we talked about um, a press release or a media kit, um, and but we need to know, I guess you ask, what are you trying to say? What is the message that you want? Because I think it's unique, right? It would be um, unique per... PR plan, I would think. Otherwise, it's too generic. Right. So I I, I describe it as your eight stories a year. So I always coach my clients on saying headlines. Think of headlines. Like um, one thing I suggest them to do is look at the national um, day calendar, like Happiness Day is March 20th. Gratitude Day is September 2020th. If you, you know what? Try, I was going to ask you in the previous uh, segment how you can track the days to map it to a theme. But that, but go ahead. Just Google it. You just Google National Calendar Day and you can find them all. And if you can tie your theme and theme your story or headline around the day of the year, it, it's really kind of cool. Um, so yeah. the other thing I teach in in your PR plan are your eight stories a year. And let me explain why I came up with this. I was in an architectural firm doing their PR. We Once we had a PR plan, we went from 12 people to 120 people because we were out in the news eight times a year. We also went from 2 million in sales to 12 million in sales. And I really attribute a lot of that growth to that being out there regularly eight times a year in the paper. Because then, um, you know, it also helped with employment. People wanted to work for an award-winning uh, a firm, architectural firm. We, yeah. we ended up building the Red Stadium Project. We ended up building the Aronoff Center for the Arts. That's the stories I'm talking about. Um, so what I'm saying is, is many people get a contract that they're awarded, but they never write that as a press release story. So think about it. Architectural firm wins the Red Stadium, contract awarded. I want to work for that company. You see where yeah. it all correlates? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I, I do. People think they're boasting. 
But people think they're boasting. They have got to, so what I say is embrace your boldness and brilliance. People think they're boasting if they share contracts awarded news. But they're not. They're just they're just showing, you know, their expertise or their knowledge or so they've got to get over that um, you know, to embrace it. Embrace it, they've got awarded a contract. No, I agree and uh, point well taken. Um, and in the press release, though, okay, so we managed to put something together. We don't really know, I don't think, as the uh, small business, how much traction it's getting, right? Because they go out to um, media outlets that we suggest they go out to, and we don't really know if uh, they're being received or not. Does that make sense? Well, so I'll tell you how you know. As a result, Felisa Spanos, who owns ADC Art Consultants, look her up. She said as a result of the print in the front of the business section of the paper and being on TV, she got a new contract with two corporate banks that saw her, and she got, um, I think, a new client at Children's Hospital for some artwork. So, I mean, you usually can track the results because people hear about you, see you, they will call you and you'll say, where did you hear about me? I saw you in the business paper. I saw you on TV. So I am, I'm hearing a lot of results from um, the press. From The other thing I will share with you on that note, Charlie, is also, we. Sh- this is important, they don't know this, you have to buy the TV media clip. That link does not stay on the TV site forever. My point is, is then Lisa shared that TV link on social media, and we saw over a, probably a 1,000 to 2,000 views of that video clip that she shared then from the TV segment. So I call it marketing after you're on TV, then you share it on social media so there's even more people that see your TV segment, if that makes sense. It does, and, and it absolutely does. You just got to time it right to capture that link, I guess, right? Um, and yeah. then yeah. with print media, because or radio or print media, it would be the same, I would think. Like if there's a, a magazine link, you would post that as well and copy that and, and share that. It's probably the same thing, only it's not TV. Right. The difference, what most people make a mistake on, is social media will take a picture of the cover article in print. They forget to copy the browser link so we can read the whole story. That's the biggest mistake I see on social media when they share that. They're not sharing it properly. So they need to share the link to the story, yeah. not mm-hmm. the picture of their article. Yeah. And and what about, like, um, press release abuse? Since we're talking about free publicity, um, and, you know, you look at social media, I mean, it, it's a nightmare. It's just chaos. There's millions and millions and millions. How do, how do we avoid getting lost in the shuffle of a press release? Because my guess is there must be, even locally, tens of thousands slung every day. Well, so here's one tip that I share. For example, um, all magazines, like Entrepreneur, I read Entrepreneur regularly monthly. I read Inc. Magazine monthly. I read Fast Company because um, small business. But mm-hmm. my point is, is they have editorial calendars on their website. If you want to be a provider of a press release, you need to go to their websites and look up their editorial calendar of their upcoming subjects and then be a contributor to that subject matter. And it's all on their website. If you go to Entrepreneur Inc., it's called their editorial calendar. Um, we just had an e-women member that was in Ladies Home Journal. 
about um, doing vision boards for 2016. Again, it's tying in what the editors have in their calendar that, that you can help contribute. That's a good idea, too. Right? Um, no, it's a good idea. Um, so, and the, okay, and the so. Other thing, wait, oh, yeah, this is the other thing. Speaking of contributing, I also recommend to people to be a monthly contributing editor in, the lo- in their papers. This is what I mean by tips. Everybody has expertise. If you show a raise of hands, they're all experts in something. If you become a monthly contributing editor to a paper, you just share your business tips, 10 business tips a month. And then you're like, for example, eWomen member Crystal Faulkner and her husband Tom, uh, they do uh, tax tips um, in the paper, as an example, their CPA. So everybody should think about how they could be a regular monthly contributing a-, a column editor for a paper in their expertise and just offer tips in their business expertise. I mean, that's a big one. And how would you go about actually even reaching out to the paper to become that? Because I would think that a lot of people call, be- Yeah. Oh, yeah, you just call the editor of the paper. That I usually start at the top. I start with the whole the editor of the paper and start there. And then if that doesn't, if I can't get through to them, then I go to the business editor and say I've got a, a business. Now, like, for example, I've got an interior designer I worked with where she worked with the home editor. And so she offered green tips as a section, green healthy living tips. Hmm. Um, I love going back for a second. I love the idea of submitting a PowerPoint. Not that I'm a fan of PowerPoint, but Mm -hmm. I see it's easily taken. Slides can be easily taken from that to be displayed should they want to display some of them, right? So it's Mm -hmm. a good idea. Um, The other other thing I wanted to ask you, though, is um, what is your role in all of this? So, um, you know, do you just design the plan or do you help the customer implement the plan? So we usually together, first we, first of all, we, we figure out if they have newsworthy content. If it's newsworthy, how we create it newsworthy and then write their PR plan, what their eight stories are. And then who their audience is, who we're going to pitch it to, um, what makes sense for that target market. So we have to identify who their audience is. Mm-hmm. And then come up with a PR plan. Um, so I help them write the story that it's newsworthy um, and take out the sales part of it. And then I go into distributing it through my con- – many don't have the media contacts and the connections in the cities. Um, and so we have to come up with those, and I distribute it. And then I have to pitch it, and then um, and then we share it on social media. So, uh, so that's, that's it, good it, to know, too, though, because you will actually yeah. get – get the press release delivered to various right. media outlets. You don't, you don't leave that to the customer should they need that service. Right. So, for example, right now I'm working with um, a yoga studio in Portland, Oregon, and they're celebrating their first year, and they want more traction about getting people into their yoga classes and celebrating a year. So another press release idea for your listeners would be about a big anniversary coming up. You're celebrating one year in business, five years in business. Um, and, and then what you want to share about uh, something about, you know, that anniversary date, uh, what, what you're offering now that you weren't when you started or something. So we craft that whole, write that whole message up. Um, but yeah, what we do back to the Portland story is, so I go and we find the Portland TV stations, the Portland papers. We do all of that online. And then we distribute and pitch to the Portland because she just wants to focus on getting people locally 
into her yoga classes. This is an right, and everybody's unique. And what I like is, you know, unfortunately, right, um, looking at Eva, <laughs> what Amy is describing is a full-time job, almost a full-time department, which takes the small business owner away from what they need to be doing, right. which is why I guess they need the expertise of someone like Amy. Correct. Excellent. Right. Okay, so right. um, this is really good. We still have some more. We're not done yet. Um, so please stay with us. Corporate Talk with Charlie Eva and special guest Amy Astigny will be right back. Let Charlie Labosco show you how to revolutionize your presence in the workplace. Charlie is looking to improve the workplace, and by that he means your relevance in it. Charlie has over 40 years in the corporate workplace. He has seen the unbelievable, mind-boggling, off-the-charts changes in technology, but no real change in our day-to-day and sometimes toxic workplace behavior. Charlie's mission is to revolutionize the workplace by providing the training and the tools needed to lead any organization regardless of your job description. For more about Charlie and how to be a part of the workplace improvement revolution, visit charliespeaking.com. That's charliespeaking.com. Welcome back to Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva on TalkZone.com. Well, Charles, this has been another fast hour, hasn't it? Um, yeah, we've got a lot, of, a lot of good information. A lot of good information. And um, for our listeners, you can learn more about Amy at her Facebook page at Amy Ostigny, um Company. And you can also go to Twitter at Amy Ostigny. And so, Amy, in our last segment, we've got about... 10 minutes or so. Let's talk a little bit about social media because I know there's a lot of confusion as to, you know, which, which social media outlets we should be on because there's so many. I mean, you've got Vine, Instagram, Periscope now, um, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And how do you decide who should be on what? Because I don't think it makes sense to be everywhere or does it make sense to be everywhere? So what, uh, so, <laughs> Well, it's interesting you ask that because um, we have a number of clients. Like right now, we're working with New Richmond Alpaca Farm, which we're selling mm-hmm. their alpaca clothing, their sweaters, and their blankets. Now, it's very important that they're on Pinterest. Pinterest is very visual. Um, Instagram is all about pictures and visuals. So I think for that client, I recommend Facebook, Instagram, and um, and, the, and the Pinterest. You see what I'm saying? It's more the yeah, visuals, yeah. like the clothes, the fashion. Um, so I always tell people it's based on their business, their audience, their graphics. If it's a visual, like a company. Um, but what I will tell you is what we do is we write and distribute all the posts. So we use Hootsuite and we schedule mm-hmm. them throughout all of them. So Hootsuite just recently picked up Instagram. See, Hootsuite, when you scheduled it, didn't always have Instagram in it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. just been a recent okay. add-on. So now when you schedule it, it can go on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, so and Twitter. So it really makes it easy in that way because it's all pre-scheduled. Mm-hmm. Oh, but okay. So, is, but it, so what I'm saying is, is I could be on a boat and it's already pre-scheduled for 30 days. Like we write for our clients, we write 30 days of post and, um, and they review them as we write them and they're scheduled. So they go out daily for that client. Every day there's a post and then we monitor them. And, well, and so in terms of the posts, 
What's the timing? Because I know that if you do timing at different times of the day, you have more opportunity to to reach more um, readers. And when do you think is the optimal time, or is there an optimal time? Well, we have found that um, usually two to three times a day, and mm. usually the morning, the early morning, 8 a.m., um, we just did a tracking actually for an email marketing campaign for Tuesdays. We found Tuesday mornings on email marketing was the best time people open. Their open rates are highest. We did a study on that. Um, so we find early morning, 8 a.m. is good. We also find at night around 8 o'clock and then also around the end of the day, 5 o'clock are good times. Um, what is that. interesting, it's kind of like what, Amy, what you were saying earlier, right? You want to work smarter, right. not harder. So you put right. some intelligence around what social media outlets you want to hit based on what you're selling or sharing. Um, right. But then now with the... Um, advantages of services like what Amy can provide and using some, some media outlet to deliver the posts, right? Even it's less of an issue of when is the right time to post because it's all automated now. Well, no, but it's you, still an issue because you still want it to go out at a certain time, but it'll go out. But this is, yeah. Um, over but and this over. Is also, yeah, but this is also very important. Um, one of the things I do is find corporate sponsor money for my clients for their events and sponsoring their companies and fundraising and all of that. And they look at all of your followers. So if, if uh, an organization has 35 million on Twitter, for example, um, they look for your, what's called your reach in social media to fund your organization or nonprofit or company or an advertiser, um, for example. But they look at that. They're like, oh, you've got 50,000 followers, and so your, your reach is going to be more, so you can potentially get more dollars in sponsorship, in corporate sponsor dollars or advertiser money. So I would say Twitter is really big for corporate sponsors. So each one has its own, if you will, platform of, of what you're getting. So <laughs> UPS might be a corporate sponsor or AT&T or, I don't know, you name them, but they, they look at all that. They look at those stats. Interesting. We, we were thinking sometimes with the followers, you have to be careful if the number is too high, it may seem like you're not reaching anyone because you're reaching everyone, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, but the, the sponsors, again, it, it all depends on what the client's um, main objective is. If they're going for corporate dollars, it's going to be important to them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, that is really yeah. interesting. And in terms of actually... So when you when you come up with a 30-day plan and you have 30 days worth of posts ahead of time, is there, is there any redundancy in there? I mean, what's the – I guess my yes. question is, yes. is what's the feeling on redundancy? When does it become too much? Yeah. So, so this is – so we do what's called like on Facebook, which is pretty brand new, kind of close to new, is what's called uh, where you schedule them and you can see the scheduled posts. So we do what's called 80% engagement, 20% selling. So 20% selling might be either you have an event to fill. You've got an mm-hmm. event. That's going to be redundant. You're going to want to post that frequently, like maybe once a week. And then you're going to want to do what we call a boost, which is sponsor it or advertise that event to even get more people. Mm-hmm. With a boost, you can um, enter demographics. You can enter the zip code you want to reach mm-hmm. for that event to put souls in seats. So a lot of people also, I was just talking to a client, a potential client in Atlanta this morning, and I said, we really need to boost your likes on your cover of your business page for this accounting firm. She's got no likes. I'm like, this is, so they didn't even know that you can boost 
a, a, a business page. So mm-hmm. not just boost a post, but boost the actual page to get more followers. We also teach that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And so, you know, kind of taking a step back, what's the biggest mistake that you think you see people making? Well, the biggest mistake is not having a PR plan. <laughs> yeah. They just have the marketing plan, the business plan, but they do not. They just put PR down on the bottom of their to-do list. And, and not only that, Amy, a cons- from what I'm yeah. hearing from you, a consistent approach, not a, a one-time hit. You know, it's got to be ongoing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And they just, they're just not using leverage. I use the word leverage a lot. They're not leveraging those eyeballs and those ears to, to get more. Um, I always say the five steps to generate new customers and revenue through PR. I know it works. If you reach more people, you're going to hit. But it's kind of like it's just it's just really easy um, to do. And and my biggest point is the media needs you. For some reason, people don't realize that the media is looking for stories. They need you just as much as you need them. So it's a win-win both ways. And let me give you an example. As on my 31 or whatever tour I did, I was in Connecticut speaking, and a woman had throat cancer. She decided to design a line of jewelry to cover her scar. From that, her jewelry ended up on the winning Miss America from her cancer story. I mean, my point is, is as I travel the world, everybody has a story, and it's just so interesting how their businesses began out of, like, her story. Hmm. Um Another woman I met in Charlotte had a story about her son had um, something wrong with his heart and um, he actually, he died from this heart. And now her story is about teaching other mothers about this. If you get an ultrasound of your child's heart, you could save a life. Well, my daughter has a heart issue and I never even was told about getting an ultrasound. So my point is, is her story could serve the world if she shared her story about her son, Gabe. He was playing basketball in the driveway and just collapsed because he never had an ultrasound in his heart. But if they would have detected it at birth, he would have lived. Yeah, and, and we, we learned that as well, um, even with this show, that it makes us smarter as well, listening to uh, you know guests uh, like yourself and others to your point and hearing their story. I right, because, I mean, mm-hmm. nobody knows what we have unless we're sharing it. Yeah, we have to share it. Um, you know, I know we're out of time, and mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about events – um, but we're going to have to have Amy back. You can have yeah. Amy back. I would love to yes. come back and just talk about events. Yeah. I raised yeah, no, that would be great. 000. I raised, yeah, I raised 250000 for a client over four years through events and corporate sponsors. I would love to come back and talk about events and how you can generate revenue through events. Love Excellent. That. that would be great. Well, Amy, thank you so much. It was, once again, very informative, and we certainly appreciate all your expertise. Sure. Thank you for having me. Yep. Excellent. Uh, We will have you back again. And uh, I certainly have a lot of takeaways. Yeah, there was a lot of takeaways. So thank you. And have a great Thanksgiving. Yep. Take care, Amy. You too. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanks. Um, Amy, a Stigney company. Yes. On Facebook. And Um, it's O-S-T-I-G-N-Y. And you can also follow her on Twitter. And when in doubt. And you can also call her at 513-403-0301. Right. I mean, a lot of good stuff there. You just need to take a breath and start listing them all. Right? Right. And and you need that PR plan. You know, we're coming on year end. This is a great way to start 2016 for it sure. It absolutely is. Um, so another great show, Charles. 
Uh, yeah, this one was good. Uh, they're all good, and uh, we thank Amy, and we can't wait until next week. We thank um, our Talk Zone family, our producer Dave Olson, mm-hmm. and uh, happy Thanksgiving to all. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. This is Corporate Talk with Charlie and Eva, and we will talk to you next Monday. Bye.